Ma, ma. Hello and welcome back to the Premier League uh, football podcast, the Lack of Depth football podcast, where we take out of context football analytics and extrapolate them into semi-arguments, almost points. Today we're going to be speaking about the most expensive and largest Premier League signings of the 2022-2023 season that has just begun this summer transfer window, and I'm going to be ranking them from leaves a legend, so legendary status, uh, uh, to won't work, terrible transfer status. And so, yeah, I'm going to get right into it. The tier list is by a man named James Lawrence Olcott. He's a very good football YouTuber. I recommend him. And I will leave links to his channel and the tier list if you want to try it out yourself, which I believe he created or someone who works for him created. So I'll let you go there for the credit and stuff. So, yeah. Now, if you just wait for me to share my screen. Sharing now. Oh, we're here. Okay, so the ones that I'd already said, but the points were so incomprehensible that I had to start again. I was trying to explain that because Sven Botman is 22, so he'll be there for like 10 years, he perfectly fits into their system. There's a real buzz about the team at the moment, and so it's a very easy team to join. It's significantly easier than like Sancho when he joined United. He was joining a team where everyone who joins there fails. Even Fernandez, who was the only real success story they'd ever signed in the past 10 years, failed again, and now everyone hates him. So Maguire, you know what I'm explaining. That's a very hard team to join. This is a very easy team to join. Also, he's kind of, he's the best player they have now, him or Bruno Gumaresh. And so because they have to improve the entire team around him, he's only going to get better, and he's only going to be associated with good times. Like the team is only going to get better over the next 10 years and Botman's going to be here for that entire trans transition. He's a Vincent company signing. And so I like where their head's at. I think that's indescribably good. Um, I forgot who this guy was. And so <laughs> for Brentford boys going back and won't work because I was convinced that they paid too much money for him, but I couldn't place his face. And so he, he won't work. <laughs> But because it's Brentford, we're going to put solid, actually, because Brent, everyone Brentford signed is solid. Uh, Raheem Sterling is a great signing because he's a Premier League proven goal scorer and you got him for half the amount of Lukaku. Premier League proven goal scorer, top end of the Premier League. If he had played every game last season, he would have been competing for the Golden Boot. So I, I just don't see how that can go wrong. Although they did just get pumped by Arsenal and me and a lot of other people have predicted... Chelsea to perform worse this season than they did last season. They've got a lot of changing bodies. And so I, I think that's a harder team to join. But I think in whatever team Sterling's in, Sterling's going to do Sterling. And so I can't see that going wrong. Christian Eriksen, it's not risky because you know what you're going to get from Christian Eriksen. I know that Ten Hag is a manager who likes to play players in different positions and evolve them into someone who can play in different positions and obviously Ericsson is someone who's played as part of a double pivot and as part of as a number 10 however I did say if I didn't think the transfer made the team better that it's worth putting them that, that I should put them in riskier won't work but Christian Eriksen was free and he's miles off being their top paid player. And so I think that's just an okay. That's just solid. So he'll stay there. Uh, Darwin Nunes is interesting. So I'm just going to leave that. 
uh, oh yeah, the first thing I did was I put Aronson and um, oh, what's his name again? He was literally in my fantasy football team this morning. So let me just go get, go go look that up. Right, my team midfielders. Sinistera, hell of a fucking name. Shame, shame, I forgot it. Uh, the reason why Sinistera and Arison won't work is nothing to do with their ability and entirely to do with the fact that the team has lost Calvin Phillips and Rafinha. And so not only is that a lot of kind of on-the-ball talent to replace, like very difficult shoes to fill, they'll also be inviting a lot of pressure because they don't have their best defensive player and as we saw last season when they didn't have Calvin Phillips really struggle to one play through that pressure or to like defend it in any way and so I think they're they're joining a team that is very difficult to join sorry about the noise the windows are open because it's hot so yeah those are my point I think I think the, the lead signings won't work out because I think we'll get relegated and I don't think that's any reflection of the ability of those two players I think that leads her in for a really, really, really tough season. Uh, Paulinho is a great signing. I don't think he'll leave a legend. Well, he's one of my favourite signings of the summer, if you've listened to any of my podcasts. I think he's beyond a, a Premier League quality player. I think he's a Champions League quality player and he's playing for Fulham. So maybe he leaves a legend just on account of being like the best player they've ever had. The CDMs leave legends. That's a good question as well. According to this tier list, they do. Nathan Collins, they paid more than like, I don't know, they paid too much money for this man. So I'm putting, he just doesn't improve the team. So let's go risky. Because it's not like a Leeds thing where signing them for whatever money is going to relegate them. They all finish about the same as they did last season. They, it, this signing doesn't improve them. And so for that, I've put them in risky. Uh, Bumakar Kamara is a great signing because he got him for free. It represents the pull power of Coutinho. It shows that their transfer strategy is working. It shows that the model works. It's a signing that, that it's kind of a win for the club to show that they can attract that kind of talent because the reason why they paid so much for Coutinho is because they want to build a brand that is of the scale that, of, that Coutinho had like four or five years ago. So Coutinho being on the descent from a peak way higher than Villa is kind of exactly what they want in terms of signing that kind of player. And so I think Bubakar Kamara is great evidence of that being kind of something, that being uh, a worthwhile effort. I think, it's what, I think it's just a win for them. And so I think signing him's a win. In terms of on-the-pitch stuff, he is good, isn't he? And if anyone who's played football manager knows that he's good. So I think he's good. I think he can play. I know he can play centre-back because I literally have him on that. So, yeah, we'll go for it. I will go for a great signing. Darwin Nunes will stay there. Koulibaly. Koulibaly is old, uh, but he's he's a cracking player. It's just... a. He's a, he's a great player. He's one of the best in the world in his possession. He's literally just won the African Cup of Nations. I do find it a little bit boring just putting him in great signing because there's always downsides he's old. But, like, players play until 40 now. They signed Thiago Silva when he was old, and that obviously has worked out. I think he's amazing. Um, 
the curry. The curry is solid. I think he makes them slightly, he makes them better. Great, no, he's not solid. Because the curry is kind of a similar level of Bubakar Kamara, but they got Kamara for, on a free. Albeit they'll probably play, pay him tons of money, but I think that's fair. Richarlison is a depth signing, is solid. I like him. I like his work rate. I like that he's an arsehole. I think it gives the team some bite that Tottenham desperately needed. Uh, and I also watched him play live last night. And you can really see that technically he's nowhere near Son or Kane. But my God, does he run those channel channels. And my God, does he dive quite a lot. Uh, the little guy, the, the little, little guy, um, Lisandro Martinez is small, solid. <laughs> I, I just, I don't think the height thing will play out. It seems too simple. It seems kind of like a Harry Maguire thing where the confidence completely goes, the team starts playing that shit and everyone will be like, oh, it's because your centre-back's 5'9". When in reality, if it all does go wrong, it will be nothing to do with his height and entirely to do with. I really don't want it to fail. I want Ten Hag to succeed. But yeah, I say solid. I think Ten Hag wanted him, paid a bit of money for it. That's the problem. Uh, that's always the issue with Man United is that when you pay that much money for someone, it, it kind of comes with a price tag. But I'm going to say solid because if you he's replacing someone that you played double that for, and so it's kind of a lose-lose situation. Uh, Malasia, I know nothing about this person, but I think they're like, I think people have forgot how good Luke Shaw is. And so I think it's risky just on the account that I, I'd be shocked if he's better than Luke Shaw. And so for that reason and that reason alone, I put him in risky. Usuma, they got him for a cracking price. Let's just put solid and not talk at all about it. <laughs> Jed Spence is a great signing. He just is. I've talked about this in the past podcast. It shows ambition. He's young. He's everything that they want in a wing back. He's incredible at attacking. He's definitely a Premier League quality player. Nico Williams could leave a legend. I don't know if he will. I don't know how many wing backs leave places legends. Obviously, they're going to have a very hard season. But Nico Williams is a cracking sign. I think they've generally recruited quite well. I'd go Awani feels solid for me. It feels like exactly what they need to do. They understand the job. He's an improvement in the target man they had before. And you do need to improve when you come into the Premier League. So we'll put Awani in solid. Nico Williams. I don't think Nico Williams signing is on the level of the other two guys. No. I think, I think they're signing, oh, Dean Henderson's alone, but I think that's equally as good as this, so I'll go with great. Yeah, I think signing Nico Elms is probably better than signing Jed's. It's because of the, it's relative, isn't it? I think Nico Elms and Jed Spence are as good as each other. That's what I think. I think they're both incredible talents, and they're as good as each other. And so, as, as a Forest fan, signing one of them should feel like more of a like clutch grab than, than signing, then it should feel if you're at the top of the league. So let's go with that. Aguero, I think, is solid as well. He fits the system. He's a bit old, but yeah, he fits the system. He's good at his feet. 
he's not the most dexterous. He plays a bit like Harry Maguire. But with that being said, if Harry Maguire was to play for West Ham in the, in the way that they play with their low line, he'd have a whale of a time. He'd, he'd look like one of the best centre backs in the league again. So let's keep that. Uh, Calvin Phillips, Pep always knows what he's doing, so let's go solid. I wouldn't say great. Haaland's going to leave a legend. That's obvious. What else should I say? He's good. He's young. He's only going to get better. They paid way less for him than Nunes. I think Nunes cannot go anywhere higher than Risky. I touched on this in the last podcast, but signing him, Manny is amazing. Manny is amazing. Darwin Nunes is not as good as Manny. So he's already in a very difficult position there. Also, Luis Diaz isn't as good as Manny. And so the attacking play is going to get slightly worse. That's going to be heavily associated with him. Every time he has a bad game, you've already seen it in preseason. His price tag is going to be lorded in his face. He's a good player. He's just not on a hundred million pound player. That's the issue. Same, same issue with Lukaka. He's not on a hundred million pound player. Darwin Nunes isn't as good as Lukaku. It's actually quite a similar game to Lukaku. If you mirror it on the other side, Lukaku like to be in the right half space running downhill in transition. Darwin Nunes, very much the same. They're both shoot, shooting first strikers slash forwards. don't think that point reflects very nicely on Darwin Nunes because Lukaku had a very turbulent season last season. But yeah, don't expect much from Darwin Nunes this season. And I hope Klopp doesn't. Because that could be scary. I do feel bad for him because I actually really like him as a player and stuff. But for 50 million, it's fair. For 100 million, it's a bit insane, in my opinion. So I think there's just a lot of risk attached because him coming at the same time as Haaland and at the same time as Manny leaves during a couple different kinds of transition is just an incredible burden on his shoulders. And a lot of players would kind of succumb to that. So I feel like I've made a good point. Uh, last two, Gabriel Jesus is a great signing. I don't think he'll leave a legend. No, because Saka's always going to be the legend of this Arsenal team. It's like, he just isn't the Vieira, if that makes sense. So, uh, but is he the Bergkamp? No. So yeah, I don't think he'll leave a legend, but I think he's a great signing. I think he's worth 50 million. He's a better signing than Nunes. He's got so much Premier League experience and he's very young. And so, yeah, he's just good. And lastly, lastly, Vieira, a bit lightweight, a bit risky. Might not play that many games for them. Let's just put him in risky and then call it a day. So, yeah, hopefully this hasn't been the shortest premier, the shortest video I've ever put. One sec, let me just talk through it quickly. Botman, better signing than Sterling. Palinha, better signing than Sterling. Haaland. It's all relative, isn't it? I love my won't work here just being <laughs> the two lead signings. Ah, well, they're getting relegated. Anyway, uh, goodbye.
Uh, I will see you next week for another one of these.